0: the Titans the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of Tom Brady Peyton Manning Aaron Rodgers then there are the Giants hoping to join this group Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen Lamar Jackson nonetheless you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history Joe Burrow Justin Herbert Mac Jones men that won't let you forget who they are and if you do They'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we will talk about all those legacies and so much more. We will follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We will see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Just got off work, ready to talk some football. It's a beautiful day outside here in Indiana. Let's talk football. And what I wanted to talk about today is something that I ended last uh, Monday's episode with was basically me realizing that I might think the Seahawks will be a good fit for Baker Mayfield. And I want to make an argument as to why I think that is. And I'm going to do that. But first, we've got to get into some news here. A lot has happened the last few days. Um, We're going to just talk about the most important things, or things I think are the most important. The LA Rams have continued to prove that the cap space does not apply to them in any way, somehow, some way, and makes me continue to wonder, are the Bengals going to re-sign Jesse Bates? Because if the LA Rams can make the cap space not apply to them, then the Cincinnati Bengals should apply this same science, I think. I mean, they just reworked Aaron Donald's contract, his three remaining contract years, to give him a $40 million raise through 2024, according to Ian Rappaport. That means he now essentially has a three-year $95 million contract. That's quarterback money right there. And he is a defensive tackle. That is absolutely insane. Then the L.A. Rams were like, hold on, hold on, we're not done. You know that guy, Cooper Cup, he just got the triple crown for receiving? We're going to re-sign him, too. And we also just signed Bobby Wagner and a bunch of other guys in the free agency. But they give Cooper Cup a deal that locks him in for the next five years, so he'll be with the Rams for five years, for a total of $110 million. So he's not the highest-paid receiver, which, thank goodness, because with a lot of these receiver contracts on the teams that I like and the guys who I want to stay with those teams right now, I was really hoping Cooper Cup was not going to break the bank like Christian Kirk did. He stuck to his word. Said He had said, I don't want to break the bank. I want to play for the Rams. I want to stay with the Rams. And he got his payday. He's only the sixth highest paid wide receiver. But that's still big money. That is a guy that is a dude. Uh, While we're talking about people potentially being signed, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, yeah, the guy who uh, lit a firework off in his hand and accidentally blew a couple of his fingers off and everyone said he was done, then went to Tampa Bay and absolutely tore it up, won a Super Bowl. He's going to the Rams. Or not the Rams. He is visiting with the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, in the AFC North. We don't need that. (laughs) I mean... The AFC North is, like, pass rush town if the AFC West is sack City. We got T.J. Watt, Trey Hendrickson, Cam Hayward, Sam Hubbard. Big names. Big names. And now we might be getting Jason Pierre-Paul. Them quarterbacks are in trouble in the North. But Bengals beefed up that O-line, so he's not going to be getting to them anyway. And then just a little uh, fun little thing, little story that's kind of not really that important, but it's kind of just out there. People like following it. Is uh, They asked Tom Brady, hey, was there any truth about you maybe going to the Miami Dolphins? And in, in the interview, he never denied it. So could Tom Brady have potentially been in the works to be uh, the quarterback for his old division rival? He would have been playing the Patriots two times a year. I think he would have liked that. He would have still been in Florida, obviously, with the Miami Dolphins. Tua would have been able to watch arguably probably the greatest quarterback of this era of football. Um, It's pretty much between him and Peyton Manning at this point, and I think Tom Brady's starting to pull ahead a lot, especially with how long he's been playing. But, yeah, Tom Brady might have gone to the Dolphins, but – He retired, and then he unretired, and now he's back with the Buccaneers. So that is some quick news. That's some of the more important things that happened. Uh, Trey Lance has been doing real well in practice. Deshaun Watson has his 24th allegation against him, which would mean that if he does get arrested, the Browns would kind of be screwed because the man that we're going to talk about, Baker Mayfield, is mad at them, and will probably never play another snap in a Browns uniform. So, yeah, let's get to that. Let's get to talking about that. And uh, as our bridge between news and this conversation, let's uh, talk about little DK Metcalf here. I mentioned him at the end of the last show. And DK Metcalf has also kind of, he's holding out. He's not kind of holding out. He is holding out. He's not going to show up to mandatory camp. Uh, A lot of people really like D.K. Metcalf. Again, if you haven't looked up this guy, dude's a beast. If you don't know who he is, look him up. Look up a highlight video. There's a video of him chasing down a man like a lion chasing a gazelle. And it is phenomenal athleticism. There's... A picture of him where he is just absolutely ripped. Look up DK Metcalf if you don't know who he is. So, DK Metcalf's uh, season stats last year. He had 75 receptions, 967 yards, just short of that 1,000-yard mark. He had 12.9 average yards per reception. His longest was 84 yards. He had 12 touchdowns and he threw one pass for six yards. Obviously, that's not as important because he's a wide receiver. His career-high yards is 1,303, and he's never been below 900 yards. And his career-high touchdowns is 12, which he got last year. So, DK Metcalf was definitely a favorite target of Russell Wilson. When Russell was able to play in the game, he did hurt his finger, So uh, Geno Smith threw a couple of those balls to DK. But DK's saying, hey, I'm kind of the face of the franchise right now. You guys traded away uh, old Russell Wilson, and you traded away Bobby Wagner. I'm a 29. I'm still young, but I want a new contract. I want a better contract. And so maybe they're going to trade him. Maybe they're not. Seahawks have still said they're not in a rebuild. They are considering this their team. So maybe they're going to do everything they can to keep DK Metcalf. So let's assume we keep DK Metcalf. We got uh, Mr. Dancing Around 1,000 Yards. He's our wide receiver one. Tyler Lockett, who is older, I believe he's a 2015 rookie, but I kept his stats from that same time period, the 2019 to 2021 period that DK Metcalf has been on the team so that we can see how DK's presence has affected Tyler Lockett's production. So um, actually... I looked to see where PFF had these two ranked and PFF actually had Tyler Lockett ranked one rank higher than DK Metcalf. So, uh, Tyler Lockett is tied with Stefan Diggs at 82.1 and, uh, he's, they're both ranked at number 12. DK is ranked at number, uh, 13. So, Uh, That's because Tyler Lockett is a better pass rusher, so that's why he's overall, or not pass rusher, pass blocker. He's significantly better by, he's graded about uh, six points higher than what DK Metcalf is, and that's fine. That's just what's affecting the overall so much. But let's look at Tyler's stats last season, and he played in all 16 games, 73 receptions, so two less than DK. But he did cross the 1,000-yard mark. So he's getting a little bit more production out of his catches. 1,175 yards, 16.1 yards average per reception. That's 14, or not 14, 4 yards on average more than what DK was getting. And his longest was 69. He had eight touchdowns. So uh, Tyler Lockett's a bit of a speedier guy. DK is very fast. DK is speedy. But he is more in, I think they use him more as a receiver who is kind of in the middle of the field. He's able to take those hits. Tyler, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly from watching last year, he tends to play the sideline more and go for those wide open passes. So that could be why he has those uh, larger yards. But definitely nothing to scoff at. Both guys are right around those 1,000-yard mark. Tyler passed it. Tyler has passed it all three years, 2019, 2020, and 2021. He hasn't missed a game in that time frame, and he's never had less than 70 receptions, and he's never had less than eight touchdowns. So two great receivers on that team that the Seahawks need to keep around. Tyler Lockett's older. Um, but I definitely think that DK and Tyler need to stay on that team. And the Seahawks should be fighting to keep Tyler Lockett and DK on that team, especially DK since he's the younger guy. So the running backs. That's kind of uh what ended up having to take over last season. And Rashad Penny, who is a 2020 rookie, had 749 yards on 119 attempts. Now, it's not super great. But when you consider that the Seahawks O-line was ranked 25th overall in the league of 32 teams, it's not horrible. So, um, Baker Mayfield, he is 2018 rookie. He's got a chip on his shoulder and he wants to play football. That's I think everyone knows that. It seems pretty clear he wants to play football, but not for the Browns because of the way they treated him. Um, I don't blame him. I think, I mean, the Browns aren't going to trade him in the AFC. Definitely not in the AFC North. There's only two teams that have shown public interest in Baker, and that is the Steelers and the Seahawks. If the Browns want to get Baker out of the AFC, I think the Seahawks are their best option. I think the Seahawks should go for it, assuming they can rework the contract. So DK, if he stays on the team, I think Baker would love to throw to him. Strong, big receiver. The concern that I do have with Baker and DK, though, is I don't know how their personalities will match up. Both can be... uh, I don't like using this, but I can't think of a better word. Drama queens. I don't really think that they are drama queens, but more so that they get in their own way sometimes, which we all do. That's, I get in my own way all the time. So maybe having those two in the same locker room could create issues, but I think if they could manage to figure out that chemistry and work together, they'd be okay. They'd have no problems. So I think... Don't think that that'll be as big of an issue as what people want to make it. The Seahawks do need a younger quarterback, and by a younger quarterback, I mean a quarterback who has shown potential. That's not Drew Locke. Drew Locke's a 2019 rookie, but he still he, he had some of it. He like a one week he looked like a franchise quarterback, and then the next week it looked like he was throwing a football for the same time. Can't have for the first time can't have that inconsistency at the quarterback position. I think Baker has shown a lot more potential at the quarterback position. He's been to the playoffs. He knows what to do. We talked about all of his stats on the last episode, if you want to go back to that, when we were comparing him to Carson Wentz. I swear Carson Wentz gets mentioned every time, every episode. Anyway, Baker, he has the potential. And Pete Carroll's a phenomenal coach. He's been, a, a, he's seen everything. He has coached Russell Wilson, who's probably going to go into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. And he's the oldest coach in the NFL. He's older than Bill Belichick. So Pete Carroll, he knows how to coach a, court, a quarterback. So let's take Baker, give him over to the Seahawks, and then maybe. They can rework his contract because they don't actually have enough money. That's the other thing. Their cap space. According to overthecap.com, they have 17 million left, but they have 46 million in dead cap because of trades and cuts and guaranteed money that they did with Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, and Carlos Dunlap, other players that have been on the team throughout the years. Uh, cutting Geno Gino Smith, who is an older quarterback. He was the backup last year. He's in the fight for the quarterback race right now. I don't see why you would make him your franchise guy, though, because he is older. You need to rebuild. Let's face it, Seahawks, you're in the middle of a rebuild. I think all the fans know that. You can't just say that and then not be in it. But you've got some pieces, like we're talking about. You've got DK. You've got Tyler Lockett. You've got potential in... Rashad Penny. We're going to build that O-line. We're going to get us out of the bottom half of the NFL. Build that O-line up so that Rashad can get more yards and he's not getting beat up every time he runs the ball. And you're protecting your quarterback. Pay DK or rework his contract. The Like we just said, literally like eight minutes ago, the Rams have shown that you can rework these contracts to sign whoever you want. They just signed Cooper Cup to a huge extension, along with Aaron Donald, along with Matthew Stafford. And they signed big names like Allen Robinson, too. So it's not like they're only spending a ton of money on these few stars. No, they're spending money everywhere. Rework DK's contract so that both sides are happy. Keep him on the team. Because I've got I've gotta imagine Seattle loves him for what he is. Keep Tyler Lockett on the team because he's a veteran on the field. He's a great receiver, as we've already talked about. But get that younger quarterback in there, develop the O line, and let's get some uh let's get some wins. I mean, Seahawks fans have been spoiled. They've been used to the Legion of Boom and all those Super Bowls. This is what happens. This is the natural cycle of the NFL. Those veterans move on, or they get traded, or they just retire. And you've got to start from the bottom. This is where the bottom is. You've got your few stars. We're going to start with someone young, but we know has potential. It's better than drafting someone who you've never seen play in an NFL facility. At least you know what Baker starting point against NFL defenses is like and I don't think it's that bad I think Baker has the potential to win games especially in the NFC granted the Seahawks are in the hardest division of the NFC but I don't think the playoffs are going to be that hard so if the Seahawks take Baker Mayfield they have him throwing to both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, both 1,000-yard receivers. Rashad Penny in the backfield. You have not the worst O-line in the league, but Baker can move if he needs to. Wilson could, but he's older, 2012 rookie, so he's not able to move as much as he was before. Let's. Uh, I, th- I think that's the move, Seattle. Give him a chance. At least he's angry and he wants to win because he's going to want to prove all the naysayers wrong. Uh, you got 17 million. I think somehow, some way, the Seahawks are going to be able to maintain getting DK Metcalf. They're going to get Baker Mayfield in a trade, rework his contract, at least for this first year. And so that they don't have to pay the 18 million that the Browns guaranteed him. And Maybe they can trade some picks or something so that the Browns will just pay the $18 because they're already going to give to Sean $200 million or whatever it is, guaranteed. So they're already forking over big money. Browns got themselves in this mess to begin with. And I don't see who the Seahawks would actually think is better to play at this position. Geno Smith has shown some sparks of success, but nothing... Worth um, being getting excited about. It's not like Geno Smith is going to get the start and Seahawks fans are going to be out buying Geno Smith jerseys. Sorry, Geno, but, like, I mean, we've seen you play. You played for the Jets. And you started for the Jets. And for a while, you were the Jets' best quarterback. And now Zach Wilson is here trying to dethrone you for that. Um, but... I don't see why – give me a healthy Baker over a healthy Drew Locke. Baker Mayfield is insane. We're going to pull those stats back up again on Baker Mayfield the year that he was healthy and that he took the uh, Browns to the playoffs, which let's think about it. He took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. That's not a thing that like we ever thought I would hear in my lifetime – when I was in middle school and high school. They were the team that was bad. They are one of the few teams to have a 0-16 and season. And, okay, so Baker Mayfield, 26-8, to touchdown interception. 3,563 yards, 62.8 completion percentage. Nothing to scoff at. Nothing to scoff at at all. Uh, 62.8 is, I mean... Let's look at Drew Locke's stats and compare him. Who who the uh and Pete Carroll's like hyping up Drew Locke by saying that he is the he would have gone first uh been the first quarterback off in this past draft if he was in it. Well, the difference is is all those guys have potential. We've seen what Drew Locke does. Which Drew Locke is a guy, like I said, he's done it think he'd be better as a backup though i would love for him to be a backup for the team a team that i like colts or Bengals, because i'd feel confident with him going out there as a backup don't feel confident as a, in him as a starter based on what i've seen uh yeah so drew lock started in 2020 i think he was just a backup in 2019 can't remember anyway 2019 he threw seven touchdowns three interceptions 2020 16 touchdowns at 15 interceptions and in 2021 in his starts after Teddy Bridgewater got hurt he threw two touchdowns and two interceptions so he's very 50-50 on all those not great so I don't know why if Baker Mayfield is out there to be traded for why you would start the guy who every all three years that he's started he's pretty much gone 50-50 on touchdown interception ratio Baker's done Baker did that in 2019 and he got close in 2021. Uh 2021 he was injured though. Like I, we talked about in the last episode. I just the give him a chance at least. Give him like a prove it contract. He's a starting quarterback already. He won the Heisman, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. He's a number 1 pick. And he took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. Those are my points. Give him a chance. That's all I think that Baker Mayfield deserves is a chance. Um, that's, that's all I've got for today. That's all I've got for my arguments. Uh, but I think the Seahawks could be a very good team if they improve their O-line, get Baker Mayfield, maintain DK, and keep DK happy. And they're going to have to do some cap space gymnastics to do all that. But uh, maybe you develop the O line next season. But LA Rams have proven that they know how to do these cap space gymnastics better than anyone else. I think it's time for the Seahawks to look across uh, down south in LA and see how their divisional rivals are doing this. Otherwise, they're just going to get smoked. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at nobutts underscore show. Hope everyone's having a great day. Have a happy Friday if you're listening to this on Friday. And uh, have a happy Thursday if you're listening to this today, the day that I'm recording it on. Uh, That is all I believe that I have for today. And uh, have a great day.